I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roll the Credits, the podcast. We are joined here today by Frank. And my water bottle. <laughs> Tell us how you feel. All right. Okay. A little racy. <laughs> this is a PG show, but whatever. <laughs> We're here. So we are doing today, John. <laughs> the way you're sitting in this chair like a child. So excited to talk about not a good movie. I like this movie a lot. You're wrong for this. <laughs> so today we're doing John Carpenter's The They Live. Yeah, we are. So I enjoy John Carpenter. I like John Carpenter. I just don't think this is a good movie. I think this is a really good movie. So this movie starring... Rowdy Roddy Piper, <laughs> the wrestler. <laughs> Immediately, you know this isn't going to be good. Yes, it is. He's a wrestler. <laughs> so his name in the movie is Nada, yeah. but they don't ever say his no. name in it. And then you have Keith David. You got Keith David. Playing you. Frank. Yep. <laughs> you have Meg Foster playing Holly. Yep. And the only other name that really is worth mentioning, I think, is Jeff Amata. Is that... The, the alien? Yes. So, the so so here's the thing. So fun fact, Jeff Amata not only worked on the set like doing choreographs for that amazing fight scene. Yeah, sure. We'll call it amazing. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> not only did the choreographs for that, he also worked with John Carpenter to make the design for... The alien? Yes. And then played Every 95% of the aliens <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> Oh, no, this movie's not good. Yes, it is. <laughs> so a quick rundown of what the movie actually is. So this is Rowdy Roddy Piper playing Nada. He is a man who basically is kind of like a drifter just looking for work. Ends up in Los Angeles, kind of like near like the slums of everything, and ends up coming across a pair of sunglasses that lets you see the world for basically what it is, mm -hmm. where it's more or less... Aliens have taken control, and they're just pushing consumerism on everybody. Right. And you had mentioned it, too, where it's like in The Thing, we kind of talked about where John Carpenter likes to make movies with an element of, like, what's going on in the world. Mm -hmm. So this was a time period where, like, a lot of consumerism was, like, pushed yeah. onto America. And you get some really cool things, like him looking at the billboard sign where it's just like this woman on a beach and it's like, hey, take a vacation. And he puts the sunglasses down and it's like marriage and reproduce. Right. Yeah. Again, I was actually, I haven't, I never saw this film. I never, mm -hmm. I didn't even know it was a real thing. <laughs> now uh, you do. And I, you, the way you explained it to me, I was actually kind of excited because I was like, okay, this, because you said, because this was, this was kind of like, oh, we're going to do like something like kind of fun, not like super serious. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I looked it up on IMDb and it had like a 7.1 rating and I was like, okay. Um, and then I, and then you told me about the plot and I was like, this could actually not be like <laughs> stupid. Like this actually might be good. And I was just surely <laughs> just disappointed, like very disappointed. Yeah. But it is, I won't take it away from the fact that it's a, it's a really, really cool concept. Mm -hmm. And I just don't think it was capitalized as well as it could have been. Now, see, you say that and I don't truly get that. Because I think it, I think it did a pretty good job of it. All right, we'll talk about it. Okay, <laughs> but uh, I don't. I personally don't feel like it was really uh, 
capitalize very well. But it's a it's a cool it's a cool concept. I mean, literally, I mean, like at, at the end of the day, the message of this film is basically like, hey, the one percenters of the world control everything. Yes, you know, the top one percent is out there pushing, telling you to, hey, you should, you know, buy this car, buy buy this clothes, so you so you can look like this and you can be like this and go out and do this and go out and do that. And I and I understood it, but. That's re- and that's really what it is. That's really that's basically what it's about. It's about the one percent, basically like running the world, and we have no idea. Kind and of. Did you know too that Roddy Roddy Piper actually kind of like believed all of this? Well, he's Piper. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's a little crazy. <laughs> God rest his soul. Yeah. But like he he believed because I guess there was like some mockumentary that came out a couple years before like this movie was made. And I forgot what the fuck it was called. It was like the Bismarck effect or something like that, where it was the Doppler effect. Yeah, no, it wasn't. <laughs> so it was. Do you know what the Doppler effect is? Yeah. No, you don't. No, I don't. <laughs> Please elaborate. <laughs> no, it's 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 hard to like describe. All right. Well, it's like it's like the effect. It's like those uh, the like the lines where like they get like bigger and bigger and bigger. And I don't know. It's hard to explain. You okay. gotta like see it. That's just a funnel. <laughs> You're just explaining kind of. a funnel. Actually, kind of. That's like a per- like a perfect analogy. It's a funnel. Yeah, All right. it's a Doppler effect. Cool. It's like like when when something like like uh, like a, if a siren comes by and it's like oh okay, that's like the Doppler effect. Uh. So it's like when it's like in front of you, it's like really really large, and the further it gets away, it's like tiny 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 tiny. It's kind of like that, but. That's not the documentary that you're talking about. No, it, no it's not. <laughs> that's not a documentary. Somewhat just, like that, though. Science. So it was like a specific TV that had come out, which Rowdy Roddy Piper and the mockumentary believed that it was this TV that was putting out some form of like brain signal wave that made you buy way more than you really needed. So there was like this whole thing. Which they of, do in the movie. Yeah. Which they like kind of. Yeah, yeah. And there was like this whole woman that bought like a full cart of dog food but doesn't own a dog oh, okay and yeah. she was like why did i buy this <laughs> <laughs> so he was kind of on board already with it yeah and he was like i, I want to be a part of this it's unfortunate that he's not a good actor <laughs> he, he is no he's not he's a wrestler <laughs> he knows how to act well he didn't fucking act in this movie oh. it was not good <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, yeah, he he just walked around a lot. The majority of all right. So look, well, no, we, he we, didn't. He didn't actually walk that much in silence. <laughs> no, I didn't say in silence. Mm-hmm. He, the, the the majority. This, all right, like this is this is this <laughs> yes, is an issue. On. This is one of the issues I have with this movie. If you know me and you don't, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> only I do. <laughs> if you know me, then you know that I'm not a huge fan of exposition. Mm-hmm. And ninety eight percent of this film is exposition. You know, I was I was hearing you say that and then when i watched the movie i realized you're wrong no i'm not (laughs) (laughs) most of this film is literally just so like the meat and potatoes of this movie of explaining to you what's going on and like what's going on is all said to you Mm -hmm. through another character talking to piper that was really just towards the end no that was the whole movie no that was when he met up with the woman that was when he met up with the with the church people that are starting the 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 thing that is (laughs) Whatever you want to call them, the cult, whatever yes. you want to call them. Okay. That was the that was the whole end scene. There's a fucking train coming now. <laughs> I'm angry. <laughs> and that's the entire movie, Zach. It's the entire fucking movie. It's all exposition. It's and I don't I'm gonna wanna I'm gonna wanna argue about it because I'm right. There's no sense of arguing. The entire movie is exposition. I have a rebuttal. And then no, there is no rebuttal. <laughs> and then and then you have Ratty Piper you have with the <laughs> <laughs> I always carry a knife on me. <laughs> you have an injury. 
<laughs> ready to stab me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh man all right oh. so piper is not a good actor in this movie um it's not, don't try to fucking fight for him there are some awful awful one-liners in this movie there that are some said. really good ones too yeah. oh man and the, the only the only like compliment I have for this film is the concept, but it. And then my major issue with this movie is that it has a cool premise, but he doesn't really say anything about it. He doesn't like. There's nothing, you know. Like he made this movie about like all oh, the one percenters running the world, but he doesn't do anything with it. It just kind of just says it and then just leaves it there. Yeah, you destroyed the signal, so now everyone can see who's who. I get it, but again, that's not like I'm saying like as like a as like a metaphor, as like a plot, as like <laughs> the, like a discussion piece. There isn't anything being said. So I think it just went over your head a little bit. Oh really? <laughs> oh really? I'm 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 just retarded. <laughs> so heated for this. Movie. I'm mad right now. Oh God! I really liked this movie. <laughs> you didn't like the fight scene, dude. The fight, the scene. fight scene's like the best part. Okay, okay, yeah. I guess, I guess. I'll it's give you an that. Eight minute long it's, fight. It's, scene. it's a ten minute long fight scene, and it's it's just so much, and it just yeah. doesn't stop. And right when you think that it's gonna end, it doesn't stop. And it, I guess it's comedic. I guess it's funny. Yeah. But I mean, well, because Jeff Amato wanted to use the fact that Rowdy Roddy Piper is a wrestler, right. so he wanted to add in a couple of wrestling moves to it. Yeah, like the clothesline, yeah, the wrench suplex, the back suplex. Wow, you know all of them. I know, I know my wrestling. <laughs> yeah, you do. I, I don't know, man. I just I, I did not. I found I was honestly disappointed because I was I found myself very bored because the, the for me. Unless I'm not remembering this correctly, but the majority of this film is Piper running around the streets looking at these alien people and then taking off his sunglasses and then seeing that they're normal and then putting them back on and then seeing that they're aliens and then going, I'm ready to kick ass and chew bubblegum and I'm all out of bubblegum. Did you know that that was all ad lib? <laughs> well, because it seemed like it. <laughs> well, so so that is the best. That's the best one liner. That's the best. It's, good. it's, well, a, good, it's, it's a good one liner yeah. for sure. I'll give it that's, to you. That's the best one in the movie. So I guess John Carpenter wanted Rowdy Roddy Piper to say something badass when he walked into the, the bank. <laughs> He's like, I got it. And Rowdy Roddy Piper, being a wrestler, had a book full of like one-liners that he would want to use in a promo, but didn't know exactly like what to say for it. Okay. So John Carpenter looked it over, and he was like, that one. That's the one. Yeah, that's the it's one. It's a good one. Yeah. I mean, there's that. There's also when he's in the uh, the supermarket, and really cool. I don't know if you noticed, but like when he puts the sunglasses on, every fucking can. Yeah is all in there labeled like obey or something mm -hmm. along the lines. And yeah. you can see the aliens. But he says like the really good line too of like, you, you're okay. You, <laughs> yeah. you're fucking ugly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, there is some, there's some funny one-liners in there for mm -hmm. sure. And uh, this movie isn't completely intolerable, but yeah. I mean. You had a problem with the, the construction scene. Though. Oh my God, it's so homoerotic. Well, Keith David isn't even that muscular. No, he's not. <laughs> but they really made it <laughs> they seem like he was. <laughs> Because they angle it to look like he is muscular, but he's pretty fat. He's kind of chubby. The <laughs> throughout the entire rest of the movie. But my God, why was there so much homoeroticness going on? There wasn't that much. It was Dude. just that. Well, yeah, but I mean, it was just like so over the top. 
it was like the, it's the only scene where it is like homoerotic but i mean it's it's it, piper is just like glistening in the sun with like he's sweating and he's just like and he's doing construction shirtless and then <laughs> and then his chest goes up to his fucking chin it's so <laughs> large like the dude is jacked he's a wrestler <laughs> i know i'm just saying he's jacked um and then yeah, I don't know. It's just like, what is going on here? Why am I? Why, why is this a thing? There were a couple of times where, like, throughout the movie, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like when the cops like raid because mm-hmm. the, so the church many. is like right next to like this weird open field of like the slums where everybody is living right now. Right. Which is weird because they have delicious looking food. Yeah, they have great food. It's just, like they gave them like meatloaf and mashed potatoes and like Piper got seconds for peas. They don't. They don't really elaborate on like where they're do, how they're doing all of this, do they? No. No. Really. <laughs> they just, just do it. Just it's just a community. People. It's just a community of homeless people that yeah. have a full blown living room set of like TV <clears throat> and chairs and like sofas and everybody has like their own like bed and whatever and, and like, like little f- tent that they sleep in and it's like it's a whole community of just homeless people yeah, but and but Frank's got not. like a wife and kids but he's here to like make money for them yeah but he's not really making that much money no clearly not but yeah like because the church is like where everything is set up like with it's got all the glasses and it's got all the people that like yeah so we, we didn't really fight. like kind of describe that so basically what's going on is inside of this church one of the guys who kind of like runs this little like homeless community is also running this like underground cult thing where they are developing these glasses that that you know you can see what's going on in the world with the aliens and all of the everything i call it more and, of like a revolution Okay, yeah, like a militia. They have like yeah. a militia, and that still sounds harsh. Eh, it's a militia, <laughs> kind of is because yeah. they're they're ready to because they're, they're, oh, yeah, they're they ready got to guns. Kill. They're ready to yeah. kill, so it's, it is a militia, um, and they're ready to go. Uh, and that's kind of like what it's about. And then basically, the aliens find out, and then they just come in, destroy them, wipe them out, and then there's Piper. Just then way too many fucking cops. Yeah, there's a bulldozer. Yeah, it's it's kind of over it's the a top. Little insane. It's over the top. Yeah, because there's like this one, and then Piper. Again, like I don't understand. Like, he's walking, he's walking through, through the entire thing, and then eventually decides to run. Mm. And then it's a good like three minutes before <laughs> he decides to run. And then he like is in that alleyway, and he's watching all those guys get like lined up and beat. And then he like sees like the one kid like just like behind the wall hiding. That he, that he grabbed his binoculars from yeah. him for a second. And then he and then he takes him, and then they run. And then there's like more police coming, and then he runs into the house, and then he just gives the kid away to like some random other people that are hiding yeah he's like enjoy the show and like he's just smoking weed while they're all hanging out (laughs) it's just so weird but weird too because the father and the daughter that are inside of that house are in love (laughs) (laughs) relationship goals (laughs) no uh they're they're inside the house and they're scared shitless before that they were watching the tv when one of the uh militia i guess people were on and was trying to send out like a signal of like hey listen like they're here they're bringing all of like this consumerism like we're all just brainwashed we're all like mindless zombies to this Mm -hmm. like everybody wake up and they're like oh this is giving me a headache what's going on but then towards the end when they get to like the hideout yeah both of them are there Mm mm-hmm so obviously they know what everything is. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's so many plot holes. There's so many things that just didn't really make sense. And I mean, too, like the Meg Foster thing. Yeah, where her character like, was so like just fucking thrown in. Well, yeah, because it was just like we he, need a, a I guess a, a, so, a sort of love interest, but not really. Yeah, because he kidnaps her basically, brings but then her she back to yes, the window. Yes, brings her back to her house. 
and then tries to explain like, "Hey, put on the glasses and all this stuff," yeah. and she won't do it. And yo, the, the, but the, what about the scene where he's like, pa- like passing out? Yes. And like he's like on the ground and he's just like, I can't open my eyes or whatever. He's like, I can't keep my eyes open. He's like falling asleep. And then she like slightly moves and he's like, don't even try it, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. And then he gets up and she <laughs> smacks him over the head with a bottle and then just throws him <laughs> out the window. And he rolls down like a fucking huge a hill. A giant hill. And, yeah. he, and then he just like gets up and brushes it off. Yeah, but meanwhile, like she comes back and. Like, she's part of, like, the hideout thing, too. Yeah. And she's like, hey, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't know. And then from there, it's just, like, that's the love interest portion of it. Yeah, and then it's over. Yeah, because even so, like, in the last portion of it, like, he's like, no, we got to go find he's her. He's actively looking for her for no reason, really. Yeah. And they find her, and then she fucking shoots Keith David. Yeah. <laughs> that sucked. <laughs> I like Keith David. She's like, hey, Frank. And he turns around and just shoots him in the head. And then, and then. Oh, did you like contact lenses instead of the glasses? Yeah, I guess that was kind of better. It made more sense a little bit. It was kind of like, oh, cool technology. And then I, I, I thought it was kind of funny, like how, how they're all at the, uh, they're like little meeting and they're discussing everything. He's like, you guys are fucking sloppy. This is what we need to do. We're losing focus. And then just the war breaks out. The whole wall blows out. I was like, yeah. okay, this is kind of cool. And then I, I did, I did like when um, Keith David and Piper uh, are like in the alleyway mm-hmm. and they're and they're fighting off a few of the police, and then they get the watch, and then the, yeah. the the hole opens up, and they jump down, and then that's like where there's like the underground tunnel system of yeah, where the they all base. are, and that's where they are. I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool. Yeah. And then they're just running around and just shooting people, and yeah, because it connects to well, there there was that cool thing too, where it's like, hey, look, like this is the thing where you can go to like the different planets. Yeah, that was kind of cool, I, and like I don't know, like. There's, there's cool, again, there's really cool concepts, but nothing is, like, super elaborated on. It's like, he had too much going on in this movie, and he didn't know, like, what to focus on, almost, you know? I guess. And then there isn't just, I don't know, again, and he doesn't really say anything. There isn't, like, a, like a statement being made about this, about, like, the world. There isn't, like, a statement being made. It's just kind of like, this is what's going on. Well, see, no, like, that's, that, I mean, the whole movie is basically explaining, like, hey, like, we are zombies to... Correct. To everything. Correct. But... Again, there isn't like a... Perhaps the message is that we can't do anything. I don't know. Because we're too far along at this point. Don't try to, don't try to defend this film. <laughs> I'm swaying <laughs> you a little bit, though. No. Because it, there's a few quotes that like I wrote down that uh, are like very meaningful to this movie and like the plot for it. So the opening part where it's just Rowdy Rowdy Piper watching TV and it's like the girl on there. And she says, I'll never have to do anything if I'm famous. It's true, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you don't seem confident in your own notes. Here. No, I don't. Like, as I read it, I'm like, what the fuck am I saying again? <laughs> I mean, there was, like, the big one with Keith David where it's like, there's the golden rule. He who has the gold makes the rules. Yeah. That's the big one. And then, right. like... But that that's, like, the entire premise of the film, right? Yeah. Is and then the one... The one percenters run the world. The one thing that you wrote down in your notes... This is your like God. The, yeah, with the with money. The money. I was like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. And again, I, I, I appreciated what was, what, like, the concept, and I thought the whole taking taking the glasses off and putting them back on, I thought that was really cool. Um, I wonder how he did that. I don't know how exactly that was done, because I was really trying to, like, look and see how that effect was done. I was trying to see, like, if... 
they were in it was just like two different sets and then he would like because i noticed in the, in the the first couple times he does it he doesn't actually show piper putting the glasses on and then the, and then like the glasses revealing it's kind of just like piper has them on already and, and then he turns looking. around it's like okay these are just different sets mm-hmm. but then he actually shows the glasses are in front of the camera and then the glasses lift over the lens and then as that gets lifted up the things start, everything turns black and white, and then you can see all, like, the little messages and stuff that are being said. Yeah. I was like, huh. I forgot who it was, but there was, like... I don't know how he did that. There was an animator for it that, like, okay. did all of that very, stuff. It was very it was, it was very well done. Yeah, and then even so, too, like, we mentioned the supermarket scene. Like, that yeah. man did everything in there, too. Yeah. Which ended up being the most costly scene in the movie. Really? Yeah, but, I mean, it paid off. Yeah, it's cool. It was, it, was, it was a really cool scene. Brother, life's a bitch, and she's back in heat. That's another good <laughs> so line. So many, so many one-liners. <laughs> yeah, the mama don't like tattletales. I like that one, too. Uh, what, is it, what is the one that he does where he, like, did you did you write that the one where he shoots the uh, robot in, like, the alleyway? Like, the, the flying saucer thing? He didn't really say anything. I thought he said something, no? I thought so, too, but, no? like, as I was listening, he no? was just like, well, got him. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, All right. <laughs> Just no, it, it was like right afterwards where the the cop is trying to like call on the watch, uh-huh. and he's like, "Mama, don't like tattletales." Uh, okay, and that's when like he shoots him. Ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, it, it, I like this movie. I know. I get I, the message is out there, and this is actually based on a like a short story. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, I, I noticed that in the credits. Eight o'clock said, in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It said based on short story by whoever and then the short story was actually adapted into a comic called nada which is piper's name yeah the main character's name in the movie but the the aliens looked like crazy in that like all like kind of almost like thing like oh really yeah that's cool but the in this movie they look like skeletons. Yeah, because they, they look more like like monsters. Like it, 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 they almost look horror more than like alien. So that's why too. That was like a big thing of like Jeff Amata and John Carpenter working together, where they didn't want to adapt it to where they were kind of like goopy, weird, like alien looking things. Mm-hmm. They wanted it to look like these are people who just have become corrupt and like are stripping away all of their humanity. Yeah, which is why they get kind of like that skeleton like brain blue look to them mm-hmm. yeah again there there's some cool concepts in this film I, mm-hmm. I did like i did like the like the laser beam thing that they showed where like they're when they're downstairs and they're shooting them off into like different oh yeah you yeah. know what i mean at the end i was like okay that's pretty cool uh the end the, the end when they walk into the fucking like the like toast that's going on the giant like party oh yeah yeah and the they, giant like human elite party yeah that was, i thought that was kind of a cool concept where it's like they're all gathering together it's like the illuminati type you know it's kind of like something like that we see <laughs> um and you know uh i thought that was kind of cool although i get like it, 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 there's like there's like a pro and a con with everything cuz it's like that's a cool scene but then like piper and, and frank just walk in yeah, and like they're just, the in mo- there. <laughs> they're just like walking there, and they're wearing like everyone's wearing like bow ties, and they just look like garbage. They're in there, and, and nobody and questions. Nobody questions them because yeah, the one guy is like, "All right, I, I didn't know you guys were joining the party." <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> they don't look. They don't look anything like you guys. What are you talking about? <laughs> they don't look like they belong. No, here. not at all. It was, it was just funny, and then and then yeah, and then you have the entire exposition scene at the end where he's just going yes, around giving which, you everything. Which I wrote down. That was. 100% exposition. Yeah. But that was like the most of it all where it's like that's kind of... That's where it's all like just regurgitated. Yeah. Like, that's where I was like, okay, this is a little on heavy. the unbarrel <laughs> side because it's like I know all of this at this point. Yeah, exactly. Because they basically promote the fuck out of it with like the news station and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is 
why they're in there, which is funny too, where it's like, hey, could we get in there? Like, I've never been inside. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, don't worry, I'm friends with them. Hey, boys, what do you think? You want to let the guys in? He's like, yeah, just show us your passcodes. <laughs> just shoot them. Shoot them, shoot yeah. How about them for passcodes? <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, it's a fun, it's fine. I, I enjoy this movie. It's fine. I, I think it's a fun film. I recommend it. Because if you like like B plus more so like like eighties action slash like sci fi movies, I think this does a really fun job of it. And John Carpenter, I love that man. That's your, that's your boy. He he can make anything, and I'll watch it. Yeah. Does he do anything anymore? I feel like I haven't uh, seen anything. No. Just, he just seems like he's constantly like just being like involved with Halloween stuff now. <laughs> like he's always just yeah, doing something the, with it. Well, I mean, he's he's getting up there in age. Like he's yeah. he's in like his eighties, I think. Yeah. At this point, what's uh, fucking? Oh God, I can't think of his name. A fist fistful of dollars, Gran Torino. Oh, Clint Eastwood. Yeah, Clint Eastwood is just. Still out there just making <laughs> Well, yeah, he movies. made The Mule. He did make The Mule. I didn't see The Mule. Neither I, I always I. just don't. I get disappointed with Clint Eastwood films. I just tend to not really like that much. I don't know. I, I heard... Well, I never saw Gran Torino, but I heard that was like really, Gran really Torino good. Gran Torino is good, but other than that... Did he like, make yeah. like Don't Breathe or something like that too? Was did that he make him? Don't Breathe? I don't think he made Don't Breathe. That doesn't seem like a Clint Eastwood film to make. <laughs> did you catch too, like at the end when... Like at the very, very end where it's kind of like the news station after they shot down like the signal? Mm-hmm. And it's one of the person on the news and he's like, oh, like, you know, there's so much corruption out there today, like so much sex and violence. Like, we don't need directors like George A. Romero and John Carpenter. Did, oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I thought that was a cool little That's nod. funny. That's yeah, because they're friends. So. Yeah. That's really funny. I didn't know. That's cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then that very last shot of like the girl ha- on top of the guy and she looks down and is like. Hey, what's wrong, baby? Yeah. And it's the alien. Yeah. There's Jeff Amata. Yep, there he is again. <laughs> what's going on, baby? <laughs> he played all of the women characters, too. Uh, anything else, Zach? I, I, do you have anything else you want to talk about in this film? Do you, do you, is there like a favorite scene that you like? or like? Um, probably. Probably like when he first gets the glasses? No. Um, I would probably say when he goes into the bank and just starts shooting everybody <laughs> because it was just so ridiculous because... There is no, like, another issue that I had was, like, there is no, like, character development, you know, where it's just, like, oh, like, he has to, like, slowly work his way up to, like, murdering people. He's just, like, no, nah, I'm just gonna, he just gets a gun. He just immediately starts unloading I will, on everybody. I will admit, like, as soon as, like, he starts, like, pointing out that all of them look like aliens, yeah. and then he fights off the cops and then kills them yeah. and then takes the gun. It goes zero to a hundred yeah, real quick. And it's just, it's just there's, there's no, exactly, there's no, like, stop. It's just like, okay, I'm just going to start murdering every, all of them. And it's just like, what? What yeah. do you mean? And then it drops down to, like, 50%, and then it, like, slowly picks yeah. its way back up. Um, So, I, I don't know. It, it genuinely made me laugh when he went into the bank, and he did the whole bubblegum line, and then he just starts fucking shooting everybody. I'm just like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was probably my favorite scene. I, I really enjoyed, like, the first portion of it where, like, he gets the glasses, and he's just kind of, like, walking through the streets, and he notices, like, the billboard and like the newsstand. Yeah, yeah, once he gets the glasses, because the movie kind of like, I think it's probably, it's only like a 90 minute film, right? Yeah, yeah. But it feels like not. It, like for me, I, like the first like half hour, mm-hmm. it was just him like, living his life and just (laughs) going through and just and then like finally when he finally does get the glasses it's like okay finally we're picking up here Mm -hmm. but the first like very very beginning of the movie i was like wow this is slow (laughs) and see that's why i like to interpret the fact that because nothing was really accomplished by the end of it that's because we as humans cannot get outside of commercialism at this point 
Yeah, you could take it like that. Yeah, I'm gonna take it like that's, John that's Carpenter gonna, just put didn't. Put your knife away. Stop trying to stab me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna take it as John Carpenter didn't really write a great screenplay here. You son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, and that's it, guys. Uh, <laughs> I like how like when we do this, where it's the back and forth, where it's like. You hope that I like the movie and you yeah. get really disappointed if I don't. Yeah. I get really violent <laughs> when you don't like my movie. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm going to fucking kill How you. How could you not fucking like this? <laughs> and then I'm just like, oh no, why? I'm so sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's it, guys. Uh, so that, that's They Live. Yeah. Um, I really like this movie. Cool. I know you don't, but for me. I, I really enjoy this movie. Like I said, this is a B-plus fun action movie from the 80s. And I think that's more or less like what John Carpenter was going for in this. All right, Zach, take us out. Now, Frank, we have come here to do podcasts and chew bubblegum, and we are all out of podcast. <laughs> now, Frank, roll the credits. <laughs>